0: Still not quite in the Christmas spirit, but slowly getting there. Well, at least
1: it's December. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Gary, what have you ever noticed to be in the Christmas spirit? <laughs> well, there's always that
0: chance, isn't there, that it could happen. Well, well at least it's last, last,
2: <laughs> last year, what did we do? Grinch? <laughs> yeah. We did a whole Grinch feature, didn't we?
0: <laughs> this this year, we're so dismissive for Christmas, we can't even be bothered to do that.
2: No.
0: <laughs> although... Although I do have a list, actually, that I want to discuss in a few minutes um, of people I think we should buy Christmas presents for, because we've been quite mean to some people over the years, and um, I think that uh, there's one or two people that maybe deserve a little gift from the podcast, so we'll, we'll go okay. through those and figure out some suitable gifts, if you don't mind. Dawn
1: French is getting nothing. I
0: can we'll discuss right it. Now. Oh, for goodness sake.
2: <laughs> well, no, what I like is that significant numbers of them are millionaires, and of course we've got <laughs> 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 like, you know it's the
0: thought that counts
2: <laughs> yeah that's what they say when they get the hanky
0: that that's what uh, obama said when he brought gordon brown dvds
2: that's right <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, and talking of Gordon Brown, what a week he's had. Uh, Prime Minister's Questions, that's a wonderful piece of theatre that happens every week in the House of Commons. Um, Uh, And I really think that um, when when you kind of look at um, the way things have gone over the last few months, it's kind of looked at... You know, a bit like rehearsals for how Gordon Brown and David Cameron have been since they came back from their summer break. It's almost as if they spent the whole summer locked in some sort of um, theatre school somewhere, just working out how they were going to be able to perform um, when they got when they got back to the House of Commons. Because some some very good exchanges.
2: Do you think yes. maybe I was going to say? Do you think maybe Gordon's theatre school is run by um, Alastair Campbell? That's <laughs> 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 Well <Sick>. known, <laughs> yeah.
0: That would anyway, not be a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I mean Patrick.
1: I have to say it does look like amazingly we might be facing another 5 years under the brown jackboot. He's having a bit of a good week. So, yeah. if he can keep this up for another 5 months. Yeah, if. Yeah, well, quite. <laughs>
2: I guess I'm hoping for a hung parliament out of it at least.
0: Really? Yes. You think that would be yeah. a good thing?
2: Oh, yes. Okay. I do. I think it would be the best possible thing. Yeah. I think it's the best possible outcome at the moment because I think, you know, what will Labour do if they get back in is, is a big, big question, isn't it? And I, I really don't want the Tories getting in. I think, you know, uh, sorry, D- Gordon David Cameron um, okay. is, uh, is pretending to be all kind of smiley and, and, and you know, a, a slightly friendly little face. But, of course, the you only have to look behind the scenes at just quite how right-wing and anti-abortionist and you know hang him high the a lot of the candidates and MPs are and I think he's just the wet face of of that party at the moment David Cameron yes he's definitely much much more liberal than a lot of the people that are behind him absolutely right you're saying how can he possibly be liberal Because he's not really, but he is compared to a lot of the sort of, you know, a lot of them are very rabid. So, no, I definitely don't want the in. But, But, I I mean, you could
1: could could equally say, though, that, you know, Tony Blair was, you know, a very sort of middle, middle of the road compared to a lot of the people behind him. But he managed to keep them under control for his administration.
2: Uh, yes, but I don't think the Tories have got quite the same. Well, we don't know. I mean, we don't know what would happen because they haven't got quite we just that same. Don't know. No, <laughs> well, no, because we haven't <laughs> seen them for so long, and who knows whether he would be able to keep them under control? I just don't know that he would. But yeah,
1: yeah he doesn't seem to have the same sort of you know air of authority as Tony had.
0: Oh no, at it's, all. It's kind of difficult though because it, it's kind of similar to if if you were told you could only have your lunch from burger king or mcdonald's you know neither of them is going to be particularly good for you one maybe has slightly better pickles but ultimately you're not really going to want to you know go and dine luxuriously in either of them and, and they're, they're both going to repeat on you for months and months and months so I, I, cou- image, I couldn't <laughs> i do what i can um, which, which one has better pickles that's what i know. i think mcdonald's probably has better pickles <laughs> but i am judging that from the last time i went in which was about 20 years ago so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things may have changed um i, I don't know it, it, it
2: uh, do you think that uh, the lib dems op- offer the kind of pizza express alternative maybe
0: yeah i i think i could probably you know get my salad on the side with them or whereas you know i, I don't think i could with the others i thought lib dems would be more of the
1: wimpy, <laughs>
0: wimpy.
2: <laughs> i don't know i think i think pizza express is a good a good restaurant choice for the lib Dems but i i think yeah i just feel with a hung, hung parliament at least there would be that middle ground of the liberal democrats trying to you know exercise i mean they have they have to be in coalition with someone and i can't imagine they would be in coalition with the tories i don't know but i can't well, see quite, that they're
1: quite economically right wing the old liberals so you know it's uh It's not beyond the bounds of possibility.
2: Although they would be, their views on tax, I mean, obviously Gordon Brown managed to get quite a few digs in about the inheritance tax, and the Lib Dems are much closer to labour on the tax thing. Yes, that's true, on the
1: inheritance tax bit, but not on the (coughs) free
0: market working.
2: Maybe not, yeah.
0: But well, I guess we'll be able to get the the true face of all of the politicians when they uh, um, actually come to do the debates because they've all kind of <laughs> at least agreed to do the debates. And I'm thinking that the, the only way that we can get this to actually get viewers and actually do it right is just to put Simon Cowell in charge of putting the debates together. That would be great. And then would oh. provide the half-time entertainment.
2: <laughs> It'd be the PM factor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but i just i mean i do think i was glad that they got in a, a dig about you know tory candidates who have non dom status for
1: that is for their outrageous, t- isn't it you know i mean <laughs> oh my god and you just think like what 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 are they thinking of do they think no one will find these things out <laughs> or you know it's so.
2: It's just extraordinary. And, uh, you know, and okay, David Cameron's now been all embarrassed and has to turn around and tell them that they need to get a domiciliary status. But, I mean,
1: really. But, I mean, the was... fact that you can be an MP, you know, as far as I know, Zach Goldsmith is here all the time. How on yeah. earth can you be a non-dom? How yeah, okay. is that? You know, it's they just... wonder how people think that, you know, there's one law for the, you know, for the rich and one law for the poor. And then <laughs> this, this sort of stuff comes out.
2: But there's you the know. chap in the House of Lords, isn't there, the Tory peer,
1: is it Ashcroft? Yes, yes Ashcroft, yes. who won't go back. <laughs> so <laughs> That
2: is just hilarious. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs>
0: what was the Eton comment this week that oh. um, was made?
1: That that one I do feel like it's, you know, get over it. Do you know what I mean? It's just such a cheap shot. And and you know, as no one can you know, no one has any control over where they're sent to school. You know, he didn't
2: Wasn't it about? Um,
1: he said the, uh, policies made on the playing fields
0: of Eton. That's it. That's
2: about so, exactly what I was uh, going to say. Yes, that that he that mm. do, Cameron had dreamt up his policies on. Yeah, on the playing fields of Eton. Yeah. But didn't he? Well, he probably did, and probably because, of course, um, Boris was there with him, wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then, maybe they even discussed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe two people at the same school. <laughs> you know, a school where you are encouraged to you know develop a, a spirit of public life and all that sort of thing maybe they discussed political ideas who'd have thought
2: <laughs> while they were while they were listening to phil collins
1: yeah oh, yeah that was great wasn't
2: it
0: <laughs> did you see that tv show when boris met dave
2: yes yeah that's what i was referring to um, yeah
1: see i just thought there'd be more channel 4 sneering you know and it I was
2: just- good Yeah, it was really good. It was like a kind of weird sort of semi-drama documentary thing, but it was good. It wasn't particularly sneering, it was just,
0: you know, interesting. Well, we have about another five, six months before the election, so we have plenty of sneering still left in us. It's so nice. (laughs) Is it ever going to end? It's it's like it's well, it's because they have left it to the last minute again. It's turned in. It's the same as the American elections, where you know when the date's going to be. We've kind of known since um, Gordon Brown fudged it when he when he when he took over um, and didn't go for that election.
2: Oh Um, God, what a mistake that was. Idiot, it so regretting it. Uh, yeah, they would have so gotten back in with okay, with a re- very reduced majority, but still, uh,
0: they would have at least had another few years to terrorize us with.
2: Well, yeah, I don't know. It's it's like it is. Which devil is worse? You know.
0: I know. Well, at, at uh, least it, Labour are sort of you know sort of going back to their um their roots and nationalising things now, um uh, because the um. um Trains companies that have been sort of bought back by yes um, yeah. the um the so is it um the East Coast Line now which is which is run by us yes, yes. instead
2: of National Express yeah
0: gosh <coughs> I, I strained to get to get us here. But uh, a train steward refused to sell a passenger an egg sandwich this week. wasn't on uh, on the on the East Coast Line, um, and the reason that um, they refused to sell him this egg sandwich was because he might choke on it, says the Daily Mail. Uh, Chris Haynes had gone to the buffet car after the crew announced that everyone on board would get a free soft drink as compensation for the train breaking down.
1: <laughs>
0: Ginger beer all round. Um, after suffering the. A long delay and a lengthy queue to be served mr Haynes was understandably hungry ludicrous a passenger told So that, that's that's just you know the way they start their sentences in the daily mail ludicrous said <laughs> so, colon it's all their
1: correct <laughs> <laughs>
0: A train passenger was told he couldn't buy an egg sandwich because he might choke. He saw some egg sandwiches on sale behind the bar that looked appetising, which again seems a bit of a bit pushing the truth. But when the fifty-eight-year-old came to order, he was astonished to be told he couldn't buy one. Oh, uh, <laughs> I love the fact they've put his age in there. Have they put his house price in there as well?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so relevant.
0: I know. Well, there is a form to these there things. If you look at like, um, When you're
2: fifty eight. You're more likely to need a sandwich yes.
0: I think if you look at, I think it's like the Dear Deirdre in the Sun. If you if you read like four or five letters, you can see there is a, you know, like the first bit is um, who it is, the next bit is their age, and the next bit is the, the ludicrous thing that happened. So there is a there's always a form to these things. Um, yeah, but a the bottle of wine and one thing led to another. Absolutely. <laughs> bit of your father. Um, <laughs> Can you do that again? I really couldn't. So, the reason he was told he couldn't have an egg sandwich? Health and safety.
1: Oh, this has got the mail written all over it, hasn't it?
2: <laughs> but I just love the quote. It's just brilliant. Like, when he says to the trade steward, I don't understand why, and he goes, don't you see if we had to evacuate the train you might choke on the sandwich it's just bizarre it's like so if he'd made an egg sandwich at home and he had it in some tupperware and then the train stopped and he decided to eat his own egg sandwich is that as dangerous as the one bought from more the... more is it more
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh god that story made me very happy that's <laughs> very funny <laughs>
1: I mean, you can see where it's come from, obviously. Is there's some rule that if there is a danger of evacuation, stop serving food. Like that one about, you know, um, not, um, not going in, in the lift. You know, yeah. it's something
0: like that. Yeah, and they weren't... No, they, they weren't... It's
2: not. It's not um, the uh, company is saying that it's not their policy at all. It sounds like it was just a <laughs> bit of a, a strange person behind the counter.
1: Yeah, special needs. <laughs> yeah. I did. Don't Don't ring in into right screws it is unbelievable though Uh, I apologise to anyone I may have offended and and I
0: do think it does come down to um you know why was he trying to buy a sandwich on a train because everybody knows that if you're going on a reasonably long journey you have to prepare for that journey and the fact that it might be a bit longer there's no point getting on a train and hoping that um there'll be anything there because as I found out time and time again and I've stopped making this mistake now um when you when you get on a train you have to have everything with you because the buffet car might not be open um or as I found on my train journey uh, during during this week, um, they kind of open it at random times and then close it like about fifteen twenty minutes before you get to the destination. Or as it was this week, like half an hour before we got to uh, back into London on this train journey, the announcement came from the from the the buffet that uh, uh, your last chance to get hot chocolate, tea, coffee, or a cappuccino um, was going <laughs> to. He, gonna, say just like he that. did say it just like that. Like <laughs> all, uh, it, w- it was with more, more and northern accent there was was a bit of disdain in his voice when he said cappuccino it's like you know why would you softy southerners want this muck you know you you should have you should have a right good cup of northern tea that's what you should have um so but they were i I was wondering why why do they need to close the the buffet car so early and then i realized the buffet car crew were also the train cleaning crew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Charming, isn't it? Well, it really is. you have ever been to Cornwall. They shut the um, they shut the buffet car at the Devon border. Really. So, you know, yeah, and so it's, it's you know it's over an hour from Plymouth to, well, it's longer from Plymouth to Penzance because there's all those stops and yes, it's not. You right. just have
2: to be prepared. Gary's right, actually. It's I've I've made that mistake on too many occasions, and then found out that not only is there no buffet car or no service, they don't even they're not even serving any drinks. Um, and I was told once, you know, from Newcastle to London, they said at Newcastle that in fact they had no water on the train. <laughs> So, like, and that is actually a very long train journey. Um, my favourite thing about the story, as well in the paper, is that there's a picture of an egg sandwich. Yeah.
1: Just, <laughs> How the egg sandwich might have looked. Yeah,
2: it's like, just in case you didn't know what an egg sandwich looked like, and I note that it's an egg and cress sandwich. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and that's. And- But no, speaking of you you just mentioning Newcastle, remind me of another great story about coffee on the railway. Apparently, um, they've opened a Swish new coffee bar at Newcastle Station, um, yeah, Southern style. And um, someone (laughs) was telling me they were at Newcastle and they they ordered, um, isn't it an espresso? Is that the very small one? Yeah. Yeah got an espresso and the woman said to him oh you know just so you know pet they're very small we've had complaints
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh that is fantastic i love that (laughs) I, i yeah no i've i've seen that coffee but i haven't actually been to it i've been to newcastle station and noticed it but um My my,
0: my parents' first ever Starbucks experience involved them going in hoping to get a nice big milky coffee and and ending up with espresso. And, you know, they're they're very polite people and they wouldn't complain and they just kind of sat there with their little espressos in Starbucks feeling a bit disappointed and not quite sure how they ended up with them. (laughs) And and did they then run all the way back to lower stuff? (laughs) Probably.
2: The thing is with your parents is that they probably didn't realise that Starbucks uses its own made-up language which I'm always falling foul of because I'll go in and say, can I have a medium cappuccino? And they're like, no, no, no. You mean a, whatever it is like tall, tall, tall,
0: bloody, grande, Vente. (laughs) Um, and the one they hate you ordering is a short, okay because <laughs> it because they tall as the smallest one they do um which and,
2: is hilarious in itself yeah <laughs> and, and
0: sometimes if you're if you're waiting for somebody in a starbucks and they're late um you've almost finished your coffee by the time um it arrives because you've forgotten to ask for it um extra hot or something um and they they show up and you think well i'll have another coffee with you but i don't really want another whole coffee and you can get a short which is you know which is definitely you know somewhat smaller than than a tall. but if you just want a little coffee you know it's got the same amount of coffee in it as uh, a tall coffee has in starbucks but actually it's the one that starbucks makes the least amount of money on
2: okay that doesn't make sense to me at all but I'll believe you. Well,
0: <laughs> well, because well, because, they, because as as the money goes up, they as the size goes up, they're just adding in milk, which which is obviously oh, I, think, I
2: see, you know. or, or, or water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. get it. So, I get you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The biggest, the bigger ones have got the same coffee, but just more crap. <laughs>
1: yeah. But while um, while we're on the subject of um, health and safety madness yes. and serving coffee, I was in Southampton last week. And uh, um, I'm going to name and shame here. Um, I walked past a a branch of um, TGI Friday, and um, had a notice on the door saying, um, due to equipment failure, we will not be able to serve any hot drinks today. And it's just like, what, what is that about? Uh, you know, it's like, you're opposite a huge Asda. A kettle costs five pounds. Why doesn't uh, some enterprising staff member just go over and buy one? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: How love that. It buying <laughs> like... a kettle from Asda to just, just you know, you order a cup of tea and they go, oh, I'll just go and boil the kettle. Because
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> everything oh, in, those, in those in those kind of shops is weights and measures, isn't it? It's, it's all, everything has to be weighed out. Everything is um, figured out to get the maximum profit. And it's pre-packaged
2: as well, isn't it? So oh, That's probably true. Yeah, so the coffee and everything's all pre-packaged so they could probably couldn't, they'd have to go and buy like jars of coffee from Asda as well and yeah, God, tea bags forbid, they
1: should actually have to use their brain enough to make a cup of coffee and keep some people happy.
0: Well all they can do is press the button which says coffee, tea or steak, medium well and it comes plopping out the other side yeah.
1: Yes oh, What an age we live in
0: I know.
2: I know, oh dear that's leading on to, Gary don't you have a rant about that
0: Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Jesus. Honestly.
2: <laughs> no, we
0: don't. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes this this thing it kind of goes really slickly, and every and one thing you know flows neatly and gently into the next. And like this week, it's it's just like you know <laughs> did we all get up a bit too early or something? I don't know.
1: Yeah, so I've oh, like catch to the vet already. So I've been up since eight o'clock, which is unheard of for me on a Saturday morning.
0: Oh my alarm didn't even go off For a Good grief. <laughs> But this is the part of the podcast where we try to pinpoint where it all went wrong. We know the world is going to hell in a handcart. blah, 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 blah. But there's one moment in history, one invention, one speech, one TV show, one person. Can we hold them up and say, yes, this is where it all went to hell in a handcart"? when? So, um... Uh, my question this week is, how did people survive with only one screen? Uh, for the purpose of this argument, I want to forget that it was within living history and that people only had one screen in their lives, the TV and the sitting room. Yes, kids, only one screen. Nay, only one screen in the entire house, in actual fact. Fast forward to today, and at any one time, people have to have more than one screen in front of them. I can't even watch TV now without suffering on my, uh, suffering? <laughs> <surfing> on my <laughs> iPhone. During my work day, I have to have two... Two monitors on my desk, as one is simply not enough real estate. Now I have a super-sized screen in front of me as I'm talking to you at this point, and my iPhone to my right, and I, you know, have to have two screens in front of me all of the time. On the tube, you see people with two phones, or maybe one phone in in their left hand and their Microsoft Zune in the other, which is actually a bit of a joke, because actually nobody has Microsoft Zunes. Um, But why, oh why, do people feel the need to have two screens? Why do I? need to have two screens most of the time. So I'm gonna to say today that I think it all went to hell in a handcart when people felt the need to have two screens, including me. Help.
2: Now, <laughs> What's a Microsoft soon? Did you make it up?
0: No, it's it's the Microsoft version of an iPod.
2: Oh I see. Okay. I've never heard of it, so exactly. it's you how successful it yes. is. <laughs> I was thinking, well Gary's come up with a really good name for a product there maybe <laughs> It was just something you made up.
1: Just imagine them all at Microsoft headquarters having their iPods confiscated, and they're the only people in the whole country who have it. Yes. (laughs) they probably have to go
2: outside and sneak and listen to their iPod just like people sneak fags.
1: So you now have uh, a little, I'm a little old fashioned in this instance, in that I only concentrate on one screen at a time.
0: It won't last. (laughs) You'll break. You'll want to. Tell me that don't you don't sit watching the TV sometimes um, uh, in the last week since you've had your um, your iPhone and thought, oh, I could look that website up now or I could see what they were in before or I could check my email now. I haven't yet, but I will now.
1: I, think. So <laughs> I, it I, it. I do send angry text messages. I was going to
2: I've <laughs> definitely received angry text messages from you while you're watching something. So you definitely do have another screen. Yes, do You have a mobile true. phone screen. Yes. I mean, I tend to have three screens because because I'll have my laptop uh, in front of me while I'm watching the telly, plus I'll have my phone, so I'll be like, there'll be the texting, then there's the surfing, then there's the watching the telly all at the same time, so yeah. I totally... Tend- with you Gary I do all three <laughs> and then people will say do you know what about that bit in the program when such and such happened I'll be like what I watched that program but I didn't <laughs> notice that because I was too busy reading something online or or replying to a text oh dear
0: I was getting in trouble but because uh, you know I'll, I'll be sitting there um uh, flick it, flicking away on, on my phone, and then I'll I'll kind of there'll will be a bit, bit in a TV show where, um, you know, there's, there's a bit of nookie going on or something, um, and I'll kind of put my phone down. It's like, oh really, you're putting your phone down now, are you? When that's on the screen, that's interesting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> someone's got an internal turtle mother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's it's, it's funny. I I I'm like, I mean, how many screens do you have on your desk at work? Do you do you have? I just have or, one. Yeah.
2: Do you just have one, Patrick
1: Ah, uh, yes. Well, I have my iPhone as well now, of course. Yeah.
0: Because I
2: sharp. I I have I'm gonna,
1: two. Do insist I get two? Some people like you know, um, in trading banks, they will have two or three.
0: But they oh. need it because they 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 need to have different things on their screens at all the time. But in yes. actual fact, for productivity. Um, three screens is optimal. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Was, was that the yeah. result of a survey by a screen manufacturer?
0: I don't think so. I think this. I think this was an independent survey that I'm that, that I'm referring to. But yeah, having three screens is actually optimal, and I think twenty-two inches on an, on any one screen is where um, the, the 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 graph goes up to like twenty-two inches as being like the the most amount of space you can have in front of you. Then it starts to go down the other side as as you get a bigger screen because you get you become less productive because you can't cope with that much real estate in front of you
2: so i don't get this tell me how can you look at all these screens at the same time (laughs) being a luddite here but
0: well, I mean, I have two. So I, ha- I have um, my my laptop screen in front of me, and, and another screen t- to the right of it. Um, and so I can have like you know documents that I'm tracking stuff in, or that I'm referring to, or that I need to have any one time, or my email to my right, and what I'm actually working on any one time in front of me. So you've got that kind of referral thing, or you know, because um, instant messaging is the is the bane of every modern workplace these days. So I can sometimes during my workday have three or four instant messaging conversations going on at any one time Um, and having those over to the right where you can just sort of see them flicking and like dash over and just like um, you know take part in in them while still maintaining what you're actually doing in front of you that having to minimize it all can be quite good well that's just madness (laughs) (laughs) why madness
2: it's a bit insane i have to say
1: We, we don't have instant messaging at work
2: no, we don't. We, we did
1: at my old place actually, but I never switched on.
0: Yeah, I spend I, I spend um, a great part of my working week talking to people on instant messaging. I hardly ever pick up the phone these days. It's uh, it's great.
2: <laughs> well, I'm going to start messaging you at work now. <laughs> now that I know that I can.
0: <laughs> well, our internal messaging system only works within within, within our company, you see. It doesn't work out outside. So, we, so the, most of the instant messaging conversations I have, sorry, my employer, all my instant messaging conversations <laughs> that I have, um, w- would be on the internal system and will be 100% work-related.
2: Oh, I see. Okay. I thought you meant like MSN or Google Chat or something that you were on.
0: No, it's actually something called Microsoft Communicator, which allows you to uh, have text conversations, you can have voice conversations, video conversations, and you can send and receive files.
1: Is it spelled Communicate 8R? No, no. Oh, gosh, that's a rare slip. <laughs>
0: no, it's a business product, so it's spelled properly. I'm sure if it was a consumer version, it would be spelt exactly the way you you, you just put it.
2: Mm. Ah, so, um, well, that's very interesting. I'm going to see if I can get another screen. I doubt I'll be able to, though. Because <laughs> um, I just tend to do the thing of having loads of things minimised and, um, you know, then... flicking them up and checking one and then but it is it I agree with you in a way it is a bit of a pain I sometimes wish because of course with a Mac you can have you know just have to say this you can have the screens up all at the same time and look at different things if you want but with the at work I have windows so you have to just have them all along the bottom I can't look at the whole screen like I can with my Mac as it were right yeah because you can look at a few Windows at the same time with Mac, which is ironic because given that it's not called Windows. But yes.
0: <laughs> Tell us how many screens you have, <laughs> Um <clears throat>
2: Okay,
0: one more thing before we uh, dash off today. Well, I've got a couple more stories and... Uh, well, we've got a couple more stories and a... We we're going to do our Christmas list. Do we do that this week, do you think, or should we do that next week now? I
2: think we might have to do it next week because we've probably bored people enough
1: now (laughs) yeah okay well we'll
0: hold our christmas list for next week so on that note i'm gonna say that that will do it for this week
1: yes another week close to the graveyard of
0: christmas (laughs) yes oh the graveyard of 2009 festive week (laughs) see you next week Bye. bye bye